Thank you guys for joining me on Every Ray Living. You already know it is your girl, Rayette. Welcome. First and foremost, as always, thank you guys for taking the time out of your day, allowing me to be a part of your day, talking you through whatever you're doing or whatever you're going through, or a part of your night, your afternoon, morning, whatever time you're listening to me. Thank you for taking the time out to do so. Um, Real quick, this weather is doing a doozy on my, my throat my eyes, um, my nose. So if I sound like I'm clearing my throat too much, if I'm pausing too much, I apologize because this season is not very kind (laughs) to my sinuses. It's actually the worst time for my sinuses and my uh, allergies or whatever. I really have dry eyes anyways, um, but they're worse in fall, winter because the air is dry, if that makes sense. And Everything is dry. So my eyes water more. I'm using more eye drops. I'm using my doctor gave me a prescription for Flonase. So I have that going on because I'm congested. It's just a whole thing. So I apologize in advance if you guys are annoyed because I'm pausing. I'm taking a sip of something. It is your girl everyday living. Okay. So I just want to let you guys know that in case it feels like it's a distraction to you. But I wanted to talk to you guys about various things and no particular order. So I'm not on any type of um, timeline with talking about things. I just want to talk to you guys about various things, because one thing we do know, even though we don't know each other, or you may not know someone, we all can relate to certain things. Even if we um, don't know each other, even if you don't know the person, you can have an idea of what that person is talking about going through because you may know someone who's went through it. You may know someone um, who's going through it right now or went through it and overcame it. It may not have hit you personally, but it might've hit you close enough to where you feel like you were going through it. Um, And then there are some things that we just don't have no knowledge of just because, you know, that's life. We're not going to always, you know, be in tune with every little thing someone does or what someone goes through. But for the most part, we have an idea. So if you guys are just joining me for the first time, welcome. Um, And I say that because I'm getting ready to tell you guys, I wrapped up my 48 days of being intentional on September 30th. Now, for those of you, again, who are new here or you've taken a break and you forgot what I'm talking about, um, 48 days uh, was me being intentional in regards to turning 48 August 14th. This started last year when I turned 47. I decided to dedicate 47 days to being intentional to do some things that I wanted to do and be intentional about doing things that I didn't want to do. Now, real quick, we do get caught up on doing so many things for so many other people, whether we want to do it or not. We'll do it because we feel like we have to. We'll do it because we feel like um, we're obligated. We'll do it because Um, If this person don't do it, it's not going to get done. And I know all those things kind of go hand in hand, feeling obligated, doing it because um, someone else isn't going to do it. But we often do things for those reasons and our heart isn't into it. Now, don't get me wrong. There's always going to be something you don't want to do and you're going to have to do it just because it's life. But there are times we do things. We bear too many burdens that no one asks us to burden, to carry. We do too much and then we get resentful at people because we're doing too much. Make that make sense. We get mad at other people because we're picking up slack that they're not picking up. And that happens with everyone. Like, that's nothing new under the sun. People do that all the time. But what I wanted to kind of talk about with that is 
Why do people do that? And I'm going to give you my opinion on that. People pick up extra slack. People do the absolute most in situations that they don't want to do. Let me repeat that. People do the absolute most in situations that um, they don't want to do, they don't need to do, but they do it because they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to ask a person or persons, well, what are you comfortable with not doing? And people are very comfortable with saying what they want to do. See, if you tell someone what you want to do, in a sense, it kind of omits them telling you what they don't want to do. So if they're telling you, I don't mind washing dishes, I don't mind sweeping the floor, but let's say there's laundry that needs to be done for someone. Um, and grocery shopping may need to be done or the bathroom may be clean. They will go all around the mulberry bush and tell you what they will do. I will wash the dishes. I will sweep the floor. I will do the dusting. See, they're leaving out all the other things, the core things that need to be done, but they're telling you all the things they don't mind doing. And guess what? They, they stick to those things. Meanwhile, you're upset because you're like, the bathroom needs clean, laundry needs done, floors need mopped. But they didn't say they're okay with doing those things, but they've been very clear and okay with telling you what they don't want to do. Okay. And so when that happens, you start getting angry and then you start thinking off the TOP. I'm going to have to do all those other things because they already said what they are comfortable with doing, which makes me know that they don't want to do those other things. But again, did you hold them accountable? Did you come right out and say, are you opposed to doing the laundry? Are you opposed to cleaning the bathroom? Are you opposed to um, washing clothes? See, when you're not asking them, you're not allowing them to tell you, oh, no, I don't want to do those things, but I will do those things. I'll do those other things if my back is against the wall. But for the most part, if I don't have to do that, I prefer not to. I prefer to do the things that I named off that I love doing. Okay, that's fine. But see how much stress you've taken off yourself by allowing them to be honest and real and allowing yourself to be honest and real with them by asking them, well, what is it that you're willing to do? What is it that you're not willing to do? Because see, that's only one side of the coin when they're telling you all the things they're okay with doing. But see, the rubber meets the road when people don't tell you what they don't like doing, but they expect you to figure it out because they haven't indicated to you that they're okay with doing those things. So you get mad at them and you get mad at yourself because you're doing all the extra work that you feel like you really shouldn't be doing because they know all these extra things need done, yet they're not doing them. And that's what makes uh, communication so beautiful. It's not just one-sided. It's just not communication when everything feels light and fluffy. It's not just communication when everything is how you want it. It's not just communication when everybody's walking away with a smile. Communication is when it's not always fun, it's not always easy, it's not always comfortable, but it's a conversation that has to be had. And so in saying all that, while I was in my 48 days of being intentional, I have had some issues with communicating with people because I would say what I want them to know, what I think they should do, but I realized they have a problem with telling me, mm, I don't want to do that. I want to do this, and I want to do it this way. And that's when I realized we're okay with people telling us what they want to do, how they're going to do it. But I realized we're not okay with them telling us 
mm, I don't do it like that. Mm, I'm not going to do it like that. Now, we know that there's things you have to do because there's a thing called life. You know, you have to do some things you don't want to do if it makes you uncomfortable, so on and so forth. But for the most part, we don't like when people tell us what we don't want to hear. When they're saying we don't want to do anything. We don't want to do that. We're uncomfortable doing that. And I think we should get a little bit more comfortable with people telling us what they don't want to do. Not every day, all day, not everything is relevant to this. But sometimes you can save yourself unnecessary stress, unnecessary extra loads that you're carrying when you're clear on what people want to do and what they don't want to do versus trying to figure it out like a jigsaw puzzle. Like, no, sometimes you just really got to pull people on the carpet and let them tell you what they don't want or what they do want because it's free, not just for them, but for you, because then you don't have an expectation of them to do X, Y, and Z. But you get mad when you place expectations on people. And a more, to me, realistic way as well to look at this, if you're in a relationship, now the guy may tell you in a lot of ways he don't want to be in a relationship. But on the other hand, he's doing things that make you feel like you guys are in a relationship, right? So you have no reason to think you guys aren't in a relationship because you guys are going out to eat, you guys are hanging out, he's taking you places, so on and so forth. Things that you would consider a relationship. Whereas he's looking at it like, I mean, this is what I do. It's no big deal. But you're not asking him, are you in a relationship? Because he's already told you, I enjoy spending time with you. I like hanging out with you. I want to spend time with you. I want you to come over. I want you to be in my world. He's saying all those things that make you think he's saying he want to be with you. You feel like you're getting the answer because he's telling you all the things he wants, he likes, he enjoys. But you haven't allowed him to tell you what he doesn't want, what he's not okay with, with you in that relationship, in that moment or whatever. And that's what makes it uncomfortable. So when we go off of what a person tells us they want, need, love, like, and enjoy, we hang on to that. But there is another side to that coin. And the other side to that coin is telling a person what you don't like. And nobody likes hearing that. And that's what I feel like people need to get more comfortable with hearing. And that's allowing people to share with you what they don't like, what they're willing to do and what they're not willing to do. And then when you hear those conversations, you can make decisions based off of that. Because you may be in a position that you're not willing to do those things either. And then you leave room for a different uh, outcome. You leave room for different um, options. And I don't know if that makes sense to anyone, but it makes sense to me. Um, but yeah, sometimes you just got to allow yourself to have that conversation where it's not always easy and comfortable. And I'm not saying this like no one knows this, but I just think sometimes when you hear it a certain type of way, it makes sense to you in a certain type of way. Because we get so caught up. We get so caught up with what everyone else is doing, what they're not doing, so on and so forth, that we miss the boat on things um, we should be doing. We miss the boat on things that um, require us to be a little bit, get a little bit more deeper, you know, getting to the bottom of it. And when we don't get to the bottom of it, we leave room for error and we leave room for misunderstanding and so on and so forth. So that's what I wanted to say. A lot of people 
to be honest with you without you feeling some type of way and allow yourself to ask them to be honest with what they want to do or what they don't want to do. So you're not bearing the burdens and you're not walking around doing stuff and being upset about it because, hey, you know, you have to do it because guess why you got to do it? Because ain't nobody else going to do it. So I might as well just do it. And you're mad about it the whole time. No reason for that. There's no reason for that because we can eliminate unnecessary anger and attitude and expectations on people when we pull them on the carpet, especially if they're close to us and there are people in our family or our friendship groups or whatever. It just makes your relationships that much more stronger. And I'm not trying to say this to, you know, sound like Debbie Down or anything like that. I'm just talking about things, like I said, in my everyday life that I've either encountered myself personally or I've seen it's been close enough to me that I can see on the outside looking in how that could look a little different if the conversation was a little different. Because I'm always learning and getting educated off of people's words, their action, places, things, and so on and so forth. And like I said, in the last few years, I'm, I've always been a person to be upfront about things. But as much as we like to think we keep it real and we just that and the third, sometimes we don't. We're easy to keep things real with things that are comfortable to us, things that don't require too much from us. But things that ruffle feathers and step on toes and all that, we're not as quick to be like, oh, yeah, I'm about to say this and do that. Because you don't know what you're going to lose along the way. And I want to say this as well. I've noticed over the years, and we all know this to be true as well. You're going to have friends that are going to remain in your life forever. And you're going to have friends that are only meant to be in your life for a reason and a season and all that good stuff. But let me tell you something that I had to learn that cracked my face uh, in the last couple years. And I noticed it when Jada graduated. And I had, you know, some rough years, you know, uh, with my boys, you know, they want to do what they want to do and all that good stuff. So when Jada graduated, it was a different feeling. It was a different look. And so I was so excited about throwing her graduation party. I threw myself into her party, decorating, making things. I mean, everything was made by me except for the few things that I had to order. But um, for the most part, I dedicated everything to that um, graduation party because I was I was proud, like we all are when our kids graduate. And so during that season where things wasn't so pleasant, um, when my boys graduated or whatever, when it was time for them to graduate, um, it looked different then. So when Jada graduated, it looked drastically different. You know what I mean? And I watched and I saw how people not so much treated me or whatever, but I watched how when I was there and I showed up for certain people in a time where it was uncomfortable, where it didn't feel right, I was sad, I was hurt, but I still managed to put aside whatever feeling, whatever emotion I was going through personally with my situation to show up and be happy, present, give a gift when I couldn't afford to give a gift. Um, I did all that because it was from my heart. But what bothered me was when it was Jada's turn, when it was time for certain people to show up in regards to me and my daughter, I can count on my hand the people I expected to show up that didn't. And let me tell you, there's nothing more gut-wrenching than to watch 
people you showed up for and you were genuine about showing up for them. There's nothing worse than watching them literally take no interest in nothing. Even going back to my mom's passing, people that I thought would have showed up, should have showed up because I thought we was cool or whatever, didn't. And I'm not saying this to throw a pity party because that's done and over with. It was just that season I had to go through to see what I needed to see. And I saw it. And it doesn't make it hurt any less. It just makes it real. And real is hard to deal with. It was easy to act like it was because somebody was busy. They didn't know. It happened so fast. COVID, you know, that's why people can't come. You know, my mom died. It was so sudden when we had her funeral. And da, 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 da. I mean, it was a week out like most people do. We didn't drag it out for two weeks because there was no reason to um, because everything was, you know, bought and paid for. But at the same time, you know, I had that moment where I thought it should have been a little longer to give people time to come and find out because it was a pretty quick um funeral and all that good stuff. But again, when somebody is there for you and they want to show up for you, they will. It it won't matter. You know what I mean? Now they get a curve if they don't know and things happen. I'm not mad about that. But to still not even acknowledge any of those things, to not even acknowledge that they wasn't there and they, you know, not so much should have been, but just to not even acknowledge anything was even more gut-wrenching. But in this season, in this season, I have realized these people are not my friends in the way that I was expecting them to be my friend. These people aren't in love with me like I thought they were, not that they had to be in love with me, but um, we were on two different missions and they were put in my life at that time for a reason. It doesn't make it sting any less, especially when you've been cool with these people and you have relationships with these people, you know, especially when you was going through the darkness um, of a season, you know, in your life, but it definitely looks different when, you know, you wake up and you see they weren't your friend and they're only your friend in a way that don't require much from you or them, but it's shocking. But again, when people enter your life, they're not always guaranteed to be there. And it doesn't just have to be because of some unfortunate, you know, accident that happened or them passing. They can move, you can just grow apart, you just get a different type of, you know, lifestyle going and you, it just makes you not, you know, close to that person like you once were or how you thought you were. But see, God has a way of revealing things to you. And sometimes we hold on to those friendships longer than we need to, because you don't want to feel the sting of the benefit of having them as your friend. You laugh with them, you talk with them, you do all that with them, but when it comes time for them to support you and really, you know, and you got to support yourself and be your own cheerleader. But as a friend, you really expect them to be a certain way. And it's weird and it's odd when you can get on social media platforms and people will say, it's not going to be your friends or your family that's going to support your business. It's going to be a stranger. There is nothing more real but cringy hearing that because you're thinking, why? These are the people that watched you from the ground up, watch where you came from and this, that, and the third. You would think those would be the first people that would want to see you excel and they'd be the first to do X, Y, and Z. But no, because it's like TJ, TDJ said, they know too much. They seen too much. They remember when 
And that doesn't allow them to rock with you because, you know, they look at you as flawed. They know too much stuff that will, you know, make what you're doing invalid. You ain't perfect enough. I know you cuss a lot. So now you want to be a pastor? No, I know how you used to cuss. Like they go back to all of that, which doesn't allow them to support you and be there for you. Whereas um, strangers, they don't know that. They're just going to go off of what they see. They're going to go off of your products and they're just going to buy it because of that. They don't need a backstory. But our friends and our family, some of them, not all of them, because I've had some people that are my friends that have really supported and rocked with me and my family. So I really can't say that in regards to, you know, some of my family members, but definitely some of my friends that I thought, you know, would have been there rocking and all that. Mm -mm. And it's okay because it opened my eyes to different things. But um, I didn't want to take you guys, you know, down this sad rabbit hole because it's not sad. I just think it's an awakening and an eye-opening experience for us when we get those revelations, when we understand we have more control over situations than we give ourselves credit for because, We don't have to live in a zone where we let everybody else tell us what they want to do. And they're okay with telling us what they don't want to do, but then they don't leave room for you to say, and I don't want to do it as well. You know, they just want to make sure you understand where they're coming from versus you understand versus them understand where you're coming from. And so I just wanted to jump on here and share that with you guys because Somebody might have needed to know that. Somebody might be feeling some type of way and going through something and feel like, you know what? I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. I don't like nothing about how this person is handling me or the feeling I have as a result of that. And you get a chance and you have a right and a choice to let them know, hey, the door swing both ways on this. I don't like this either. And don't let people make you feel like because you're in a proximity where It makes more sense for you to do it. It makes more sense for you to say it. No, it still takes effort. I used to tell my mom a long time ago, I'm going to end on this, you know, when she would ask, you know, if she needed a ride somewhere, you know, before, after, you know, she couldn't drive or whatever. And she would say, well, I'll just ask such and such um, when they drop me off, it's right on the way. Or can you pick me up something? Because it's right on the way. They shouldn't have a problem doing it because they got to go right by it. Well, sometimes people don't want to be inconvenienced right on the way. Sometimes people have tunnel vision to go on the mission they were going to go on and come back. And sometimes when you think it's just on the way, it's no big deal. You don't know if that person got the extra time to stop on the way. You don't know if that person got the extra gas money, the extra gas in their car to pull over and go in and get what you need to get. Maybe they only got enough for what they're doing. And we take advantage and we excuse their time. It's fine. It's right on the way. They can do it. You don't know if they got the extra money to grab you a little coffee on the way. It's only a dollar. You don't know if they got a dollar. You don't know if that dollar they got is accounted for. And we make excuses and we get mad when they tell us no. Like they don't have a right to say, I can't. No, I can't. I'm not saying you need to do that all the time. You know, tell people no if it's right on the way. But sometimes it's hard to Stop somewhere right on the way. I know if I'm going to work and someone says, can you stop by McDonald's and grab me a McMuffin? If I know I'm already running a little late, I'm already looking like, ooh, I don't know. Especially if I wake up in the morning and I kind of know I'm not going to have enough time. Yeah, don't ask me to bring you McDonald's. You might have to ask me that the night before so I can make extra preparation to make sure that I'm up and I have extra wiggle room to do that. But some people, you can ask them stuff like that. Um, at the drop of a hat and they're 
going to be able to fulfill that um, need or whatever. But just don't get caught up thinking you don't have the right to ask and hear what people have to say and vice versa. Um, so, yeah, I just want to jump on here and tell you that because in my 48 days that wrapped up September 30th, and it's so crazy to even know that today is October 6th, um, that that's what I've been, you know, dealing with, you know, not in a bad way, but just getting more comfortable with accepting and understanding what people want to do and what they don't want to do. And when they want to do something different and you know that you're going to be there to help them and you want to help them do something different, be there. But in the meantime, in between time, you can't kill yourself trying to do something someone doesn't want to do or they're not ready to do. So that was the moral of the story. Um, Give yourself the opportunity to speak your piece and say what you want and what you don't want and allow other people to have that same um, luxury to tell you what they want and what they want and what they don't want and what they don't want to do. Because what it does is free you up and allow expectations to be realistic and met versus unrealistic expectations not being met and everybody's being mad because nobody's talking and communicating. But until the next time, you already know we're going to talk about it.